Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. W-J-B-R Internet Radio for the Inquisitive Mind and the Sophisticated Ear. Someone brand new You miss a lot when you miss one day At least that's what I heard somebody say But it doesn't really matter what whoever says It's always a good show With your bonnet to rest Yeah Brunch in the basement With your bonnet to rest Yeah Who we got today Or what we doing today Whatever it is It's gonna be good I love you all so much. Please. Just the first thing that we can see you now. I know, and thank God. Yeah. That's generally the response we get from everybody, but we keep it clean. Rezzy Pooh, what's happening? You all dude up, did up, not dude up, but you know, I'm no. dude up. You're did up in the car. No, with actually, the, the total opposite. With the I'm fancy not, glasses, what is going on? Well, my my wife probably is looking for these, but I <laughs> left them in the car, so they came in handy today. Babe, I found them. Nice. Not. Ah, <laughs> uh, what's going on, sister girl? I feel well, you. I'm, I'm feeling your spirit. What's going on? Oh um, well, you know, in my routine of things, as you know. Mm-hmm. So I um. Thought, you know, uh, I, I rolled up here um, in Dover today early because I wanted to, you know, get my 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 uh, visit on. Right. And um, and they because they keep changing their restrictions, I should have checked before I left because I thought I was going to be able to visit at eight, and um, they pushed it to eleven. So oh. I've, been, I've been here kind of chilling since eight. You know, just hanging out. I see. What you gonna do? I feel you. So eleven until seven. Eleven to seven. So if at any moment you you know are ready to bounce, I get that. I got this. This ain't going nowhere. This is a, this. Don't even. Are you kidding me? Thank you so much for logging on. Is all I'm gonna say on well, that end. 
You know what I'm Listen, saying? I, you know, you know, my my aunt Donna. Shout out to Aunt Donna Gaskell. Um, said something to me uh, earlier today, and she said, "You know, you're probably one of the most committed persons I know, um, based on all the things that she's aware of." And I was like, "You know, what? You just show up and you do your best." Yeah. So you know, yeah. and and never been one. I I second that opinion. You know, Aww. and I'm so Thanks. grateful. I'm so grateful. Um, but but on the real, you know, um, I'm what good. is it called? What is it called when you take a leave of absence when necessary? Self-care, sabbatical, hiatus, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. We ain't going nowhere. No, I'm I'm good. This is actually a good reprieve to you know. So. And 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 that's what that's what I thought like um that this is um therapeutic it can be um for me I know and for you cuz you voiced that you know mm-hmm. hey Misty J what's up baby how you doing um see, I can't see the chat so that's that you know Yeah right. but but I got you so Misty J got the big eyeballs like what is going on here what are they talking about we we just having a sister moment you know what I'm saying and um you're listening to WJBR Internet Radio, and you may hear explicit language. You might hear gospel song. Yeah, who knows? House music, jazz, pop, soul music, Motown. You yeah. know, you you never know. Um, you might hear um, interviews. A baby laughing. A baby laughing. Celebrities, politicians. Who knows? Upcoming artists, legends. Or even even you know your homegirl next door is like ooh what's she doing there or or you know but the, the entrepreneurs you know what I'm saying the authors artists of all types um grown folks and every now and then we might have an interesting intellectual or special child come through but that doesn't happen very often but you know. It could happen. You never know what the hell you're going to get. This is like a box of chocolates. I think, you know, I think the uh, theme song says it best. You never know who might run through. Legendary artists are one brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. And this is what I heard somebody say. But you never. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter what whoever Whoever says. says. There you go. It's always a good time with Javon and Tourette. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Saturday, baby girl. How you feeling? Oh, man. You know, I think you you clearly, I think, I know that you know the, the pressing issue in my life is work. Um, work. And work is all the things to stop. I, 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 I really have to figure something out soon. So is Rez stage crew or is she going to steal her wife some mayonnaise <laughs> well you see i had been on this you know sometimes in our household you know we get cravings for foods right so one of the weeks i had craving for hoagies but you know there was i grew up in this area where we had this this place called the hoagie house and what it was is just um, cheesesteaks before I discovered Philly's cheesesteaks. But the Hoagie House was my first love. 
and they made those greasy bag, you know, uh, cheesesteak hoagies that were just bomb, right? And I have not had them duplicated, duplicated ever. So I decided I'm going to go get me some slithered sirloin, and I'm going to make it myself. Mm. So, you know, of course you do, I mean, can I tell you how bomb these sandwiches were? So what I did was I got a couple of packs of the sirloin because, you know, I figured if I liked it, you know, I looked, and it was it's so rare that they have it at my particular grocer. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, and it was only like four of them in there because they go really fast. So I bought all four, bought them home, put them in the refrigerator, freezer, and then I was, I diced up my onions and peppers and all kinds of goodness. And veganese, we don't eat mayonnaise because, you know, both of us, well, she's a singer, but she doesn't really care about lactose intolerance because she, she does dairy products every now and again. But we both have this love for veganese. Tastes like mayo, doesn't give you all the mayo after effects. So, you know, that's what I had been using, you know, on my little hoagie thing. And, um, you know, two or three hoagies later, you know, you don't, you don't, you know. And I meant to go and get another bottle, whatever. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. But who knew she was coming in behind me because, see, I'd been making the hoagies and saving her some, and she says, oh, I'll eat it later. Okay, well, her later and my later are two different things. So if I go downstairs and I'm hungry. And it's I'll still go, there. Oh, yeah, oh, she didn't want it. I'll eat it. Particular day she decides, oh, you know, and I'll make the meat and put it in the refrigerator, you know, so that I don't have to, you know, mess up anything or don't over make stuff, you know, because I, I, I used to cooking in bulk and it's only like two of us. So sometimes when I cook, it's a little extra, but I'll cook because I know I like to, I've gotten really good at making lunches now. I was never good at that, like bag lunches and for myself, but because I'm doing construction during the day and nightingale stuff in the evening night, it's easier for me to grab something so that way I don't eat in the street, you know, um, because that that's not only is it just not good for me, it's just, you know, it's, it's expensive. So I started taking my lunches. So that means more mayonnaise. And, you know, by the time she got ready to go fix her mouth to get some, it was uh, raw. And that little post that she did was disgusting to me, you know. But I missed the, the whole thing. This, oh, man, it's horrible. I'm going to have to go backtrack. That's um, Misty J. She says, I was on a five-finger discount, you some vegan A, but I was in Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello? Rezzy? Rez? You can't, uh-oh. Rez? I can't hear you now. Cannot hit you. Okay. I'm gonna have to. I'm. A, was it? Hey, Pop. How you doing, love? Was it on um, Instagram or where was it? Let me see if I can find it. Cause now, not only me, but anybody else who didn't um, catch the post is probably curious about it. Rest. Yes. I got you. You know, I was trying to put my phone on uh, airplane mode 
and so when so when calls pop through, they don't interrupt it, but it, it seemed to not work with the broadcast, so I have to leave it up. So that was a phone call that popped in, and I killed it, but it killed me too on the on the live feed. I don't know how to get around that. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to see the post for myself so I can react. <laughs> Was that you may know. Was that you may on, not want to. Was it on Instagram? Uh I believe so. And I just jumped when that happened trying to save the screen and I spilled my bottle of water all over my lap. Nice. Oh, she did a she did an interview. Go to her um, Instagram uh, page, folks. After this show, and then check out Monifa's interview. But after this show, is this today? Um, I think it looks like I don't know. Oh, it's Monday. Okay. So it's it's Monday, and then I see something. For decades, we're excited for her very first release. Will not only serve as a special token of appreciation to a dear fan. She got a new release. She's got yeah. She's got an NFT project coming out that she's launching, which she's super excited about for a single called Blueprint, which is ah um, yes gotten really um, good reviews and really it's been getting good traction. So she's doing an NFT interactive uh, release for it because um, when you mint NFTs, and this is this is a new, like, okay, once upon a time, let me just back up for a second because I'm not going to profess to know everything about NFTs, but I will say this. Remember when we were first starting the internet? And it was such a really foreign thing, and people were like, "What? You're gonna be there to do what? How, what? How? You know, how many steps?" And then there was like dial-up, and you had to wait for the dial tone and all of that kind of stuff. Okay, so NFTs are—they're um, not new, new, but they're new. Okay, because some you know artists and um, both recording and fine artists, you know, um, have been using this tool for a very long time. And what it does is it gives you an opportunity, in, the, in, in layman's terms, it gives you an opportunity to mint, as in, you know, own something that appreciates in value. Right. And you release, you release it and only X amount are sold. So, of course, you know that the X amount sold, if you're one of the people who has it, it with anything that's what they deem scarce, it had it maintains value. So let's say somebody, let's say I had a picture, and it was in a, a picture that was not saturated, it's like an original picture. No one's ever seen it. I'll mint it as an NFT, sell 40 of them, and then the 40, that's it. It's the same thing that we've done in real life, right? Because mm-hmm. we know that things that are scarce have more value. So it's it's playing on that same kind of premise. So Anything that you release that's original, if you own it, for example, um, uh, who can I take that? Okay, for example, uh, Jean-Michel Basquiat, artist we know, 
Um, we know that his work is, you know, uh, scarce because he's no longer living, so he's not he's not going to be making any new pieces, right? So anything that's out there is out there and registered is is valuable, you know. And you value is um, dictated by the person pursuing it, right? So the more you have people pursue something that's only one of it or two of them, you know, the higher the price can go. And sometimes the prices get well into the millions, as we know. You know, um, he he was a friend of mine um, in real life, and there are and I have a few of his pieces. You know, um, now not the big pieces, but you know. And I always say, tell this story, the ones I could fit in my trench coat because we had to walk around the yeah. village with them mostly all day. So I didn't feel like Carrie at the time, you know, he's just your buddy making art, right? And he's not famous and none of that stuff is going on. This is, we're talking about 80s, right? And you're walking around, like we literally would, you know, walk around with art and just, you know, sometimes I've painted clothes and all kinds of craziness, right? So, and whatever I could put in my coat that wasn't cumbersome for me to carry is what I bought home, you know. So, um, unless he wanted it to sell for, at that time, food. <laughs> or, you know, wanted to get something so he'd sell a quick piece to be able to go do something in the immediacy of the moment. But who knew later on he was going to be this, you know, world-renowned artist. You never know those things. You're living in the moment. So, um there are a couple of pieces that, you know, I'm, I'm proud to say that I have. Um, and, you know, and other artists that, you know, that I, that I um, revere. Um, uh, for example, Sage Gallon, um, who has been on the show, friend of the show, family. Um, when he was in high school, he did a portrait of Billie Holiday. Mm. I, don't know if port- I don't know if portrait is the right word, but he did a painting of Billie Holiday, and it was his first one. And at that time, he gifted it to me, you know. And, I, and I'm that person, if you give me something that you've done from your hands, from you, that, you know, I'm going to keep it. You know, I'm definitely going to keep it. So it was like he was in his adult life, and I said, do you recall giving me your first Billy Holiday? And he looked, and he was like, and we both said in high school. You know, so I showed it to him, tried to duplicate it, but of course it's not the same, you know, but it's still another Sage Gallon work, you know. So these pieces to me, you know, have sentimental value and they, you know, and they are valuable because they are the first, you know. So I say that it's super, super important, and I know we weren't talking about this subject matter, but it's super, super important to um, uh, support particularly African-American artists, but all artists. You know, um, even kids, you know, there are, you know, when you have a child that wants to write, I have a letter that my friend's grandson wrote to Mo and I, you know, and it was so special because he was expressing his feelings through the letter. We have it in the house. It's hanging up, you know, and he's now a teenager. So we'll mat it probably and show it to them. When you wrote this, you were... X amount of, you know, years old, and this is what you were thinking then, and this is what you expected, and this is how you wrote it back. Always try to capture those things um, if you can. Like, if you have exclusive photos, things that are very, you know, just 
those photos, if, you know, at some point you ever want to do anything with them, you know, I'm not going to say sell them, but they're of value. You can mint them yourself and hold them, and that can be in this, similar to, well, it is, intellectual property, basically, you know. So um, consider that when you're creating things, um, you know. So so Pop says he's putting some of his special underwear up for NFT soon. But <laughs> – and also, I want to shout out Sandra Hudson, who says, hi, good morning, everybody. Happy early Valentine's to you all with heart. I'm chilling out on the balcony at Myrtle Beach, but I had to Ooh. set aside some time for you guys, and we much appreciate it. Nathan James says hi to us both. Hey, Nathan. Hey, Nathan. And, you know, Pop is selling his underwear I guess. So, but now NFT <laughs> is is a way to is it is it a way to preserve something or a way to sell something? I'm not clear. It is, it is both. It, it is a way to preserve, sell and mint, you know, art. Yes. Okay. NFT stands for non-fungible token. And um yeah, it, it's it's like having something rare, you know. So and even though and you so so if she if she's going to quote unquote NFT the song, right? Does that mean it will no longer be available on iTunes, that sort of thing? It, how do you get it? Like what tangibly what does it mean for those who are interested in supporting this venture? Um I believe she's in the NFT for this particular song. I believe there is there are things attached to it that are not available anywhere else. Things so, attached to it, like pictures, video? Uh, that part I can't release. She's okay. going to release that. Okay. You know, okay. That's a drop. But, you know, it, it definitely is going to be a little a little package of goodies, yeah. Okay. So, obviously, I mean, I, I hate to state the obvious, but if there's anything that we can do to support her, then we need to Absolutely. support her. ASAP. Absolutely. So I, I saw her the other day doing a little something. Um, I well, it was it yesterday or whatever day that was. I kept texting you nonsense. I, you know that you know, and I know they watching. But you know what? I have been really on my shit. <laughs> Some of it we're gonna have to talk offline, but I have. <laughs> said some things in a really, I don't give a fuck. Check this out. Did you honor your feelings? Yeah, but then I had to, you know, because I think my mom did what she believed to be a good job in terms of raising me to be respectful. Mm -hmm. And you know, just not being disrespectful, I guess, if that makes sense. So and, and, and it's not everything that you say, that everything that you think that you must say, and it's not, and even if you must say what you think, you should say it in a particular way. You You know, like, just don't, you don't need to be guttural. And then my experiences through life, tell me that I can be, I can say, 
Like, let's just think Kevin E. Taylor. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the great Man. Kevin E. Taylor, right? He yeah. can curse you out without saying one cuss word. He can cuss oh, somebody has- out. His his vocabulary is just off the chain. And with 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 him in mind, being able to say what you mean without going to the gutter with it. Um, I don't think okay. I don't think that a professional setting is a, is the place is the appropriate place for me to go to the ghetto to the ghetto. And it has it has it was not necessary. I Wait a minute. Pause for a second. Yeah. What occurred? What? Well, whatever the offense was, was that necessary? No. No. Mm. It and never you know, is. It never is. And it, honey. You know what it is. You know. Um. You know the the term. You know your apology needs to be as loud as the disrespect was. This is what I say to that. You know because you're not. You're not someone who is meaning. If I if I came into a room and saw you going off, I wouldn't say, "Oh my God, look at Javon." She's. I would go, "What triggered this?" Because it's yeah. her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. So that's we can true. so we can waste time with your reaction and how I know I, I could have behaved better. Yeah. Yeah, but who, I, I what would they love did. to know huh? what exactly. They did. My thing is. Yeah, because people tend to want to get distracted by the reaction, and 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 then what walks out the back door is what caused it, you know. And I think that, and I'm talking about someone who is pretty, you know, level-headed, you know, and and is not known for those. I guess I don't know. I call it, for lack of a better understanding, an outburst. But I'm more interested in what happened. Yeah. Because. Because I've already identified immediately that this is not your norm. So yeah. what took you outside of your norm? And, it ha- and I'm going to say, based on knowing you, something outrageous is going on here. Yeah. What was it? Because and she, she triggered her. Thank you for that, Therese. Thank you for that. And um, it is it is not one thing. It's like a series of things. And your girl is just getting tired. And, and, and I you know there was a there was a time not very long ago i'd say even a couple of months ago that when you and i would talk about me retiring i would i would say well i'm going to i'm going to stick it out to the end because they're going to pay me every dime for the rest of my life and i remember being very stern in that and and i was i had looked and and seen and calculated and that's the jackpot, and I'm sticking to that. And, yes, y'all going to pay me that for the rest of my life. That number is less important. That time frame has inched backwards, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. I, You know, my, I don't know if it's the men. Oh, pause. You know, if it's just I'm tired. You know, I, I, I'm not sure exactly which which thing it is, but my my level of tolerance for the shenanigans mm. is diminishing, and it's doing so rapidly. And I'm like, Javon, calm down. You've been taking this stuff for so long. You could take it a little bit longer and then, you know, cash out and be like, you know, two fingers up 
take your pick. But no, no. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. And and it's getting difficult for me to see myself living out the long-term plan. Well, take one moment at a time, you know. <sighs> Just one moment at a time. Stay right, stay right in front of you. And I know that, that that road, that's a long road to hoe. But take one moment at a time and, and stay in the now and and listen to your nerve endings, you know, when you're presented with something that would typically, let's say, 15, 20 years ago, you would have been, you know, Johnny on the spot. You know, <laughs> now it's kind of like, listen, you know, because you can work smarter. You can work from here as opposed to from here, you know, and delegate it. You know, you're in a position where you can delegate. You know what? It's not even about that. It's not even about the delegation because I'm a great delegator. Trust. I don't think I would have survived this long had I been trying to do it all myself. That, that, uh uh-uh, no. And you get overtime. So you take your time, make it it do what it do, get it done. Get it done. You know, yeah. I mean, um, there's, there's nothing yeah. we're gonna be able to do about your work ethic because your work I ethic know. is what it is. You know, my but, mama but, did it. You know, but, <laughs> she well, made that's, me. That's, she she that's made a me. Thing. You know, like this. Get, she she brought me up to have integrity. Darn it. <laughs> well, oh, darn it. You know that that's a that's a. If I say I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. I sign a contract every year. And um, I do my best to live up to that contract. But you said something, and I'm going to take a break, and I'm going to play a song that's going to help me to get this right. It's always music. You said a word, and here's the song. Oh, wait. Damn it. I, You know what? I actually let – me, let me just um, – take a second and um, give you a little back story. I was looking to, to prepare a, a rapid fire for today, which I did, but this is not the one that I was going to do. Actually, I'll tell you, I was going to try to do Keith Anthony Fluid. Oh, Keith. But during, <laughs> during the rapid fire piece, right before it, I was trying to play his latest single and there was distortion in the music so Tammy too much went bananas okay I was like what in the hell no we can't listen to the song like this so you two are talking you started the rapid fire meanwhile my screen I went off the screen I come back (laughs) on the screen I'm I, I'm on two screens. It's two shots of me. I'm upside down. I'm this way. Y'all can't hear me. I'm doing all it only because the damn thing was distorted, the song. And I was okay. determined to fix it. And okay. when Tammy Too Much gets involved, and I was looking at that today, I'm like, Javon, you you really didn't have to try to fix it in the moment. You were not going to be able to fix it in the moment. And it's pro- I think it was probably with the previous system that I had. I don't know, but it was just, I'm going to have to just create some other little takeouts from the beginning of us having the show all the way through, like um, 
and this happened in the basement or something like that. Because some of the shit is funny. Um, between you and I with love drops and um, just weird stuff. But anyway, let's see if we can do it now. Let me take a moment. Sometimes I swear I need a moment just for me. Haunting myself without a cause or reason. Sometimes a girl can get upset from chilling with all life's pressures. If you're supposed to be my friend, then just understand it. Now name the last time you did something just for me. Without it benefiting you in the process. I feel I owe it to myself if I don't know Me, 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 
All right, I'm done. <laughs> that felt good. Thank you. Yeah, that felt good. That 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 second part if was. I uh, don't set aside some time. I'll lose my entire mental. Thank you. Go into my my room. room I, I go. go. And you know what? I'm so glad that you said. Let's take a moment. It. it sparked obviously you know how we think you say a word it 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 ignites a song right and and it popped right like that and listening to those words that explains what happened to me yesterday on my way um home from work when I, I left my office and I was walking down the hill and tears started flowing I was feeling so depressed I was so sad and my mind I start to create when I feel extreme extreme emotion and a poem started coming into my mind about you know when I was new at the job and how excited I was and how I was I felt like this superhero going in to save people and to make a difference and to to get rid of monsters and you know that sort of thing and then fighting um, red tape, the monsters of red tape, and blah blah blah, and then um, yeah, and um, then it it hit me at the end of this poem in my head that of course I didn't write it down. It was just I'm walking, you know. If you if you ever been to Staten Island, you know they got the most steepest hills in the world. So I'm walking down, trying not to run and cry. Can you imagine with my little self? <laughs> It's kind of funny now when I think about it. But, uh, yeah, this poem is going through my, my head, but it ends, it concludes with, I realize I don't fit in. I don't fit in. 
and it it, oh. it was kind of it was kind of heartbreaking. Um, and I was just I was I was so sad, and and I needed. I I wish I had played that song for myself when I got in my car, you know, because what I needed was a moment for me. I need to go into my room and and take a moment for me and dry my tears and experience what I had to experience. Mm-hmm. And been um, there, because yeah. it, it, it's been a lot. And um, you know, when when there's there's literally nobody that gets it. Um, like real, like like you can get. I know you get what I'm saying. Um. But to do exactly what I'm doing and feel the way I'm feeling, there probably are others. Mm-hmm. But um, we don't commune like that because I don't fit in with those people. I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. What you described, let me give you some perspective for your ass. You ready? What you just described is a blessing. Hmm. And I know that in the moment, you don't see it. In the moment when you are having one of those moments and you are triggered by something that is there, you see it as this is, I don't know if I can do it, blah, 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 blah. And guess what? I'll say to that, you're not supposed to. To that, telling you that it's time, right? So... And and you're going to keep, and until you do the willful act, you're going to keep getting nudged so you're on the right, just, just in case you thought you were going to elongate it a bit or maybe give another year. No, God's going to remind you all the way up to that point because that's what happens in transition. Sometimes right. when we get comfortable, you know, and we get used to things, you know, when, when, um, when, uh, God says it's time to move. He moves things around you. He starts putting idiots directly around you that he knows is going to make you uncomfortable. And it is a transition, you know? It's a transition. And, you know, like, you know, Mo and I call it the shitty pamper syndrome. Because, you know, have you ever watched or observed a, a baby when they poop on themselves and everybody smells it, but they're just as content? <laughs> They're just as content. They're yeah. smiling. They're yeah. not. But the moment you go trying to take that pamper off, they start to kicking and they start moving around. And you're like, hold still. And sometimes they would even cry because. But then after you clean them up, it's like, oh my god, you smell like holy hell. And it's like you dip them in whatever a bucket of cleanser. Yeah. Pull them back out. And when you change the pamper, they can then relax. And sometimes you may have to console them a bit because you ripped the pamper off. But the pamper, let's just be clear, shitty pamper is that warmth, that stench, that's something that people get used to, you know. And, I, and, I, and I'm using the, 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 the analogy because in some situations, it may not be the healthiest thing for us anymore. But because we either grew the plates up, we either put in implemented things to make things run smoother, We've been there for a while. We, you know, you become the go-to person, and a, and a, and then you and they silk around you that can't do the job. And on top of can't do it, they're bringing other things in that they ain't got nothing to do with work. 
you know, and they're triggering around, triggering up so many people all over the place. And you know, Javon, what's gonna happen when you when you're ready to go? What's that? That mediocrity that you're seeing around you now is going to permeate the place, and it's going to go under. They're not gonna be. They're not gonna have successful rates. You know, they're mm. not going to because the people that are dedicated to the job and dedicated to getting things done in a way that is, is, is here. That you're a rarity, and you should not be among commoners. <laughs> I'm trying like, you can't. Oh, you know? Jesus. You can't. You and and you're being nudged along. You're merry way. So next time, try this. Next time you're in one of those moments and you and you're starting to feel your nerve endings, just go, okay, God, I hear you. you. You're right. I hear you. I promise you it'll shift the whole entire space. Yeah. I promise you. Because something happens that, that that you deem outrageous, just go. Okay, God, I hear you. I hear you. I'm. I, I am. I'm going. I'm not. Trust me. I'm not saying a second over. I have to. I'm going. Exactly. You know, you know what? It's kind of a reinforcement. You are so dead ass right. You are so <laughs> correct in so many different ways, and that experience has happened to me on multiple occasions where, um. I was in some work situation that, and it was time for me to to leave, and something so terrible was going on, or I was so uncomfortable that I had to get up and do the next thing. So I think I remember. I think it was just maybe last week. I was telling you when I was working. I think at Bellevue, um, they had. I wanted to try this experience, try that. You know, I had. I wanted to be a respiratory therapist. I think I told you that. And they right. they promote they hired this girl to be my supervisor, and I hated her so bad I was really tempted to write bitch on her banana. That's how mean and nasty this chick was, and that's when I knew when I had the marker in my hand, and let's just say this was the marker. I was like, don't do it, don't do it, Javon, don't do it. <laughs> that's not gonna solve anything. But she needs to know she's a bitch. She needs to know. No, but you don't have to be the one to tell her. Just move on. Take this and move. <laughs> She'll rule yep. today. No. You know, and, and or, so- or or the same person you may have other colleagues, right? That it becomes their morning ritual or afternoon ritual or phone call ritual if they're calling you. And you don't like the motherfucker yourself, but then you have to now be the bigger person mm. for a litany of other people who don't like her more than you. Yeah. And then you have to tell them, okay, that's not appropriate. That's not. Meanwhile, you're like, if you want to drag a drag, I don't care. You know, I literally had someone say to me once, I don't care what you say, Miss Thorpe. I'm going to drag that bitch. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I can't let you do that, right? <laughs> like, I know I can't let you do that. We could take a walk around the corner, but I can't let you do that, you know. I just I just can't, you know, even though she may deserve it. Exactly. I can't let you do that. And this person would have done it and took one for the team. See, it go down. Because beyond that, like you said, your mother's poured in some things that you, regardless of what, you know, just thank God for discernment and thank God for um, for maturity, you yeah, know. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, and, and again, like, you know, the devil's busy. 
You know, the devil puts a lot of folk in places that, that are, you know, and like right now, like if I were to see her now, I'd thank her. Because you because her 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 inadequacies and her insecurities and her so many other things the devil does. It's like a cauldron of things, you know. Her manic behaviors, her defaults, her her, you know, bunch of like lies beyond anything else, you know. I mean, lies were like pathetic. Like if so we would have I swear to you, almost daily meetings about how many lies folks would catch her in. And she's steady lying. And we looking around the room, everybody's looking at her room, and it's like, wow, anybody going to tell her no? And then, you know what you're doing, it's not even worth the effort. Wow. Yeah. So it became, a, it, it became a, actually a, a funny after a while. Funny in a psychotic way, because it's like, wow, she really, she, she really thinks we believe that shit. She's so full. And I, and I hated it because it was a, a woman of color. You know, mm, and yeah. the worst that ever did it, you know, doesn't have, still doesn't have the 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 um, reverence of a lot of the people that need her most. Like, you're only as good as the clients say you are. Mm. That's it. Yeah. You know, you forget. You got your presence confused with the main event. You are only as good as your clients say you are. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's true. It's true. Misty J said that um, I don't have to take on the weight of the week. So dope. That's dope. Um, going back to the song, Elisa says that she loves the song. Um, there's this commercial by a milk company, and the song is just fire. I don't, mm. I don't know, but that that's not the milk company song. This that was Monifa. Uh, um, yes, and it's a, the first one yeah. was Monifa, at, produced by Quinnell Worthy, a young cat out of Philly who's dope as hell. And the second one was the remix, and I know you put your stank on it, Javon. Yeah. Um, but the second one was Monifa, the house mix um, with, with Monifa and DJ Beloved. Right. Um, with, and then the second one, part 2.5, was <laughs> super smooth on yeah. the... Uh, on the you know what? Sometimes it's so funny with with music. It just I don't know. It uh, yeah, yeah. I couldn't just let it play because I'm an ass. I guess I don't know. But Silky, no. isn't that no Silky? You know people don't just age out of jobs anymore. Well, you know what? A lot of people have actually been retiring from my place of business. Um, and some of them waited, waited even beyond their years. And, and when they've done that, they've come back and said, why in the hell did I do that? I should have left a long time ago. I will not be one of those. I, I'm pretty clear about that. Coming back saying, damn, if I could have held on a little bit longer, I could have got paid, you know. But it, that's it, that's the direction that we're, we're headed. Um, if you're going to do the, the long-term job thing, find out. My, my thing is if I had known this now, I mean, if I'd known then what I know now, find out when you're vested 100%, whatever year that is, mm-hmm. some places is 3, 5, 10, find out what that number is. If you care to, do the number and then leave. And you could do the number as many times as you want to, you know. You could do the math because that's how many 
pension checks you'd have coming back to you. Wait, say that again? End, when you find out when the vested year is, when you're 100% vested in the pension plan. Right. First find out if they got one. Right. But the moment you find out, you know, like and you know, and like if you're gonna play the the I'm gonna I'm gonna uh spend my years working game, find out a good strategy and this is my opinion, if you if you're gonna do it, find out one if they have a pension, two how many years it takes you to get vested, do that time and bounce. Do that how however many you know, how many ever many times you wanna do it. Because at the end, when it's ready, when you're ready to sit down, you're having that many checks come to your to your uh, spot. Yeah. Um, Black Anonymous is on saying uh, she's he's she's that they're listening and multitasking. Thank you so much, Black Anonymous. Hey, Black Anonymous. Um, let us do a quick. Black history moment. That's always a good good thing to do, regardless of what month it is. See, we, we have uh, black history all year round. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. And black history in this country is American history, period. Yes. America's largest and oldest civil rights organization, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, NAACP, was founded on February 12, 1909, in response to a race riot in Springfield, Illinois. In this picture on the left is Henry L. Moon. He was... He was the director of public relations. Next to him, Roy Wilkins, executive secretary. Herbert Hill, labor secretary. And Thurgood Marshall, special counsel. Because of the horrific acts that were being done against African Americans, a little over 50 white liberals and seven African Americans met to discuss the racial crisis. Out of this meeting, came the existence of the NAACP. Some of the African-Americans in attendance were W.E.B. Du Bois, Ida B. Wells Barnett, and Mary Church Terrell. Among the white liberals at the meeting were Mary White Ovington and Oswald Garrison Villard. The organization continued the focus of the Niagara Movement, which was the precursor to the NAACP. The Niagara movement was organized by W.E.B. Du Bois and William Monroe Trotter. So, you know, say what you will about the NAACP, but today is its birthday. Where'd you go? Up, oh, you muted yourself. Come back, Therese, before I start singing or something. Come back, Therese. Therese, did you see? Can you hear me? Can I hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? 
Can you hear me? She can't hear me. Ah, how you doing, Loretta? Resi Poo is having technical difficulties. Yes, you're vested. I'm vested too. Yep, and I'm ready to bounce. Vested and bounce, bounce, Bobby Brown, bounce. Um, I'm, I'm emotionally ready. Got you. I got you, Rez. Our queen, Loretta, is here. Hey, Loretta. The coach queen. And I think I want to share one more thing, if I can. <sighs> anyway, NAACP. What do you say about the NAACP? Dick? What do I say? Yeah. Like, what, what is, um, when, when, when someone says the NAACP... What's your first thought there? I tend to do more listening um, to hear what's happening. I have to admit I'm not um, plugged into their daily uh, thing or what they've um, come to represent now. Um, So I'm not, you know, I can't really speak on it, unfortunately. Now, you're going to, you know what you just did, though, right? Yeah, I know. you know, you just made me want to go back and find out, you know, what's what the happening hell have they been doing, right? Or, you know, just what's going on, you know, um, because they is us, you know, ultimately. Um, and, you know, and every, you know, from then to now, you know, mission statements change or, you know, um, readjust or evolve, I'll just say. So be good to check in to see where they are. Loretta says, hey, Rez, um, and um, did you guys, Black Anonymous wants to know whether or not we heard about the young man in Mississippi who was delivering packages for FedEx and was shot at. Yes, I did hear about that, and yes, that is yes, under investigation, but what I did not know, and you, um, Black Anonymous just put up, is that FedEx has him on unpaid leave. He should be on paid leave. That is just okay. crazy. That okay. is just that's, crazy. That's in, yeah, that that's insane. And and again, it it goes to show you though, you know, corporation is going to be a corporation. You know, they really listen. If you find a corporation doing any, it, listen. Self care is what it is, you know, and they should not only be giving him paid leave, he should also be getting. I believe they said something about giving him mental health services or something else like this. But you're on the job, and folks are sh- clearly in a uniform, and folks are shooting at you. Are you kidding me? Exactly, exactly. That's that's insanity. <sighs> um, I'm gonna switch the vibe and show you the latest rapid fire. You're going to dig it. Ta-da! I'm going to say five words, and then Javon is going to say five words. So so the first word I'm going to say is love. Love. Um... Yourself. Not enough people are doing it. Peace. It is a power, an inherent power. Skin. 
it holds a story. God. God. In us, as us, all around us. Power. Women. Mm. Javon, you're up. Men. Um, <laughs> complex. Sex. Amazing when had. Prince. Music. Prince was music. Is music. <laughs> True. Chaka Khan. I always said she reminded me of a trumpet. She reminded me of that she just bugled right on out there and blared and was just her and that trumpet. I know that sounds weird, but trumpet. No, it does not sound weird at all. (laughs) Her voice is a true wind instrument. And yeah, anyway, I don't want to go there. Listen, she commented on my IG and she said sang to one of her own songs. And I, what? From here on out. I was like, don't nobody say nothing to me. I don't want to hear it. Exactly. God bless, man. That's the highest compliment. So my last word is blessing. Blessing. To do what you love is a blessing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good job. Good job. Hi, this is David Sosa, and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. I like dance stuff. It's cute sometimes. You know, the radio now got a lot of, like, hooks and, you know, beats, and that's cute. But we got to what you're thinking about. What are we talking about? Exactly. <laughs> so, I wanted to make sure I was writing from that place and just being authentic and, and you know, filling my heart out as best I could. Thank you. And your voice is so creamy. Thank you. <laughs> he does have a creamy voice. He does have a creamy voice and an epic eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> right when you said men, or when I said men, whoever said men, he's like, <laughs> that Shout boy, out to David Sosa. you know, that boy can sing his tail off. He was definitely here in another lifetime. He was an old soul singer in yes. another lifetime. Yes, yes, and yes. He just, and he still is in this in this lifetime. Speaking of old soul. Now, did you see on a video with this little girl? I didn't wear an IG or no Facebook. Facebook. Oh, okay. You got it. I was on Facebook. I I don't know why I I see this little girl and I just think little Monifa. I, I don't know why. You okay? I go look. You mentioned that before. I go look at it. Yeah, I I I wouldn't. I'm I. You know, I I don't want to because she's a child. I wouldn't. Um, download her videos and put it up here. I mean, her mom has her all over the place on social media, but that's not for me 
to to do. You know what I mean? My mother might not want her on this show, but she's just so cute, and she sings everything. And it's like, I think the one that I I saw this morning, my mother said, so what does the cereal say to you? Good morning. Something, something, whatever her name is. And she said, and what do you, what do you say back to the cereal? Good morning. Like, you're like, and then she starts saying something else and her mother says, but why? And she, she starts explaining, you know, with her little lisp and she's no more than five years old. She's just the cutest little thing. And little brown skin with these big eyes like Mo and this pretty hair and, She's got a little voice. So, you know, I hope her mom puts her into voice school or some kind of choir or something so that she can, you know, but I just think the little little girl is adorable. Adorbs. So, anyway, that's my sidebar. Does she say her name in it, the video? Um, I believe her name is in there um, somewhere. And you know what would be interesting? Maybe we try to find this this family and have the mother and child come on the show. That'd be cute. And maybe mm. have the little girl sing. That'd be fun for me anyway. I don't know if everybody else wants to see an adorable child singing and screeching and doing what children do. But um, I'm not saying that she's a prodigy or anything. I just think she's freaking adorable. Um, you know, anything that makes my heart smile these days, I just gravitate towards it. So much um, darkness in the world, you know, between, like um, Black Anonymous said, um, the the people being shot at, people actually being murdered in their own homes. You know, you, you on your sofa sleeping, taking a nap, and the freaking police come in and shoot you. You know, um, you in your bed sleeping with your man and the police come in and kill you dead. Um, you just going coming home from the store, buying your brother some tea and you get murdered, you know, like by the police. Like, like what? What is going on? Um, you know, you can't have people come visit your house. You get sick. You go out, you get sick. You can't go out and show your pretty brown smile anymore. You know, you can't, I, I, I still, when I see children, when I'm in the supermarket, I smile at them and then I realize that they can't see my smile, that I'm, I'm smiling right. and engaging them in the way that humans engage with one another. You know what I mean? Like right. the child is just looking at me and not smiling back because they don't know that I'm freaking smiling. So they're not getting that genuine interaction you know, and they don't know anything about that because they've been, they're pandemic babies, you know? Oh, man. You know, if they're, if they're like, let's just say anywhere between one and three, one and three, or even a five-year-old, the last time they saw strangers smiling at them, they were three. They, they don't remember that, you know, and, you know, if you're six. What do you know? Just stay away. Watch. Don't stay away from strangers, you know, which we should be telling our children anyway. But then right. if if something bad happens and I get lost, I don't know that they are kind strangers. I don't know that, what the hell to think of strangers, you know? Right. I don't know what to look for in a, in a right. kind stranger right. to help me, you know? 
that should it, that should break my heart right there too. That that yeah. that that is making me sad to the point of I want to cry right now. Where we are, I think maybe I need to mm-hmm. call up the therapist. Hold on, y'all. Excuse me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna do it. But I'm just saying I'm I'm feeling kind of misty. Um, that generation, the generation of babies, I don't know what the impact of this well, yeah. level of their, long-term. yeah, the long-term impact of their socialization is bad enough that, as it is, people don't know how to speak to one another because we text and we email. And even at work, I'm like, why are you putting everything in a damn email? Do you really want to document this forever? that you don't know what pen to use. You know what I mean? Like why why are you why are you putting that in an email? You should know the answer to 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 this. Don't put that call me. <laughs> you know? And don't ask me for no favors in an email. Cuz the the answer is going to be no. Especially if it's something that I ain't supposed to do for you. Oh lord. Or that might come back to bite me. Hell no. Do it yourself. From Write in the email. No, this is as per your job description, as per our last communication, as per the policy. As as, per, you get an as per. You're getting an as per. Now, if you call me, then we might be able to figure out a way to work it out so that I can help you to get it done. If you if you if you leave a trace, you're getting an ass per. Right, <laughs> right. We going we there. You go ass per. You gonna get ass perkers. <laughs> Wait a minute. I once read something that somebody wrote and said that the child had ass burgers disease. I kid, I kid you not. That little red line means something, though. The little red line. Hey, Mrs. Matthews. I can't. I don't. I don't understand. Yeah. Mrs. Matthews. I mean, and and if you really sincerely thought it was that, you might want to ask somebody what that means, and 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 really, you know. Make sure that you're right. You'll look up look up the word trick. Yeah, because if I'm if I'm inclined to say that, you know, when when she went to the military she had to do puss ups, I might want to know what a puss up is. You oh, know, if yeah. that's what I think it, it she said. Right. Anybody ever heard of a puss up? And then maybe mm-hmm. I'll be corrected and somebody saying maybe a push up. You know? <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like Asperger's. Come on, son. Ah. Wow. Oh, smell. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. That, that one took my breath away on that one. Well, every now and then I can do that. I can help you. <laughs> so, are you giving any thought to the day of love, Valentine's Day? Well, 
today is the what, 12th? thing comes up for me in Valentine's Day is that's my uh, my first grandson's birthday. He's a love baby. But, you know, I don't really, you know, the older I get, the less pagan holiday I am. This is such a commercial holiday. Well, it's not even a holiday, a commercial day, you know, it's a retail day. And, you know, I'm just like, you know, I show I show love every day. You know, I don't need a designated commerce day for love, you know. That means no flowers? Is that what you're saying? Well, it depends on what mood I'm in. You know, it really does. Depends on what mood I'm in. Depends on the mood of my... We're not those people. Like, if you... Oh, it's Valentine's Day. This is what you got to do. We're not programmed that way, you know. Um, because we, we celebrate and love on each other on the regular so yeah. it's nothing we can ever do on the 14th of February except now celebrate Caleb, you know, which is where our energy goes, or, you know. With his yeah. little so, Monifa face. Huh? I said, with his little Monifa face. Okay. As they get older, they definitely have, have her whole entire face. One of them, specifically Gabriel, looks just like her to me. Let me see if I still have this picture up for those. Well, like, what are y'all talking about? I remember one time on the show, I I think she was on, and I shared the picture with her and the babies that I had. And I have to I have to delete the pictures from the from the show list of pictures, um, because it only holds a certain amount of pictures. Ah, it's still here. Monifa and the Mo faces. Oh, but wait, there's a new baby. We well, that's not all of them. That's just that's just three of them. Right. There's four, so right? Five now. There's five, 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 right? Shout out to the Mo faces. Yeah. I believe that was Caleb, the oldest, Gabriel, and Ivania. They all look picture. just like her. <laughs> they look just like her. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And, and you know, you I I love when I um when I hear them all together because they all have their own personalities. So when you hear them all together in their in their grind, you know, just it's I love I love kids and I love you know, there's not too many things a child is gonna be able to do that would upset me, you know. They're new in the world. How can you be, you know, like I just don't they're innocent get it, but they're precious and that's it. They're and they're working their way out in the world. This is a if you're brave enough to have kids in the state of the world that we are in today, because honestly, I'm surprised kids are not saying, "What are you people doing? What is this what I have to look forward to as an adult? Who made this decision? Like this, or when you when you ask a child questions, you know, every now and then you'll see um, snippets from asking kids questions and getting their responses from it, and then they go into their you know their heads and they're like, "Well, that's." <laughs> Um, let's, why would he do that? Like it's just like the fundamentals when yes. we stumble and mess up the fundamentals, and the kids have to, you know, give us the voice of reason. You know, it's it's really a lot of things are really simple to children. You know, like it's really there's a, a song that um, Sarah Dash did with, and and it starts off with her having a conversation with one of her great nephews 
And it, it, I just love that song, not only because the song is great, but um, she starts off having a conversation with him, and it's about love. And and he's just so he he sounds so cute. He's a grown man now, but you know, it just it's it's just um, really I don't know. I just it just made me think of that. And there's also um, a YouTube page. And I think I don't know if it's kids say the darndest things, but um, mm. kids reply respond to Donald Trump. Kids, who is that? Did somebody knock on your window? What is happening? What was that? I guess he. I don't know what he thought. Oh, you know, like. He knocked on your window and then yeah, he knocked, apologized. Yeah, he for yeah, I guess he thought I was sleeping or something. I'm sitting here, sitting up, erect, nodding my head, and he knocks on my window and then goes, "Oh, oh, oh!" Like, what the hell? What is he in a in a uniform? No, he's just another person. Could you hear that? Yeah, I did. I did hear that. Oh wow! No, he wasn't in uniform. Um. The parking lot is starting to get more cars in it now. What time is it? Yeah, it's starting to get more. It's it's um it's not a very crowded place, you know. And I'm parked way on the other side so that you know I don't have I can I can be here without looking like a nut, you know, moving around the car. But um, he parks his car here, one, two, three, four spaces away, and he walked over to my car, knocked on the window, turned to look. He gets startled and, and, and scurries off, doesn't even fully complete his sentence. Like, I like I was going to say something, but he's moving like he's trying to get the hell away from me. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Why, people, why? <laughs> yeah. Ken. Yep. I was, um, it's interesting because they have this really nice antique type, boutique type lobby. Hmm. Uh, and when I went to the security to ask for a, a pass, they told me, um, oh, I'm sorry, you know, the restrictions, the, the new restrictions have been updated. And I was like, oh, wow. So I said, well, is it possible that I could just sit in the lobby and chill out? And they were like, no. But there's an IHOP about a quarter of a mile down. And I was like, I don't even want to be tempted to go. And it, I can't even be tempted. I did good, you know. Yeah. I did good. Didn't yeah. go nowhere near it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'd be in there Rudy tooting and all kinds. Of <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and then me in there sleep. Exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. Why did I do this? Mm-mm. Yep. Too far out for that, but you know it's a nice little town. I don't know what um, the population is, but it's a nice little town. You know, driving in it, you know. Yeah. Well, that's nice. I, I driving through it. You know, the the point is to get through. It's so weird. Like, I don't know. I'm just so over just about everything right now. Yeah, you know what brought me joy though, and I don't know why, in a weird way. Let me joy though. You know who I think is 
are uh, what couple I think is completely adorable to me. Oh, a couple who? Rihanna uh, and ASAP Rocky. Okay. Me and me and about a gazillion others. There's just something adorable about those two, in their nonconformist kind of way. I love it. What do you mean in their nonconformist? Because I don't really, you know, follow the stuff that. Well, I know that she's pregnant think, now, right? Is she, she is. Um, I think that um, my impression. Now I could be completely off. My impression of um, um, and and you know, and, and let me say this: I don't know either one of them, and have never met either one of them. Although there's six degrees of separation, less than that, rather. Right. But um, and he's a hometown boy, so you know, um, he's a Harlem uh, uh, dude. So, but um, I just think they're adorable together. I'm only talking about. I'm not talking about their backstories, lives, none of that stuff. Let me just put it out there, but. I'm just talking about, you know, the way they present. They they feel very nonconformist, meaning they they're their own individuals, you know. Right. And um, Rihanna's always impressed me as being her own individual, and you know, and just not gonna take and gonna be herself in every room, you know. And and um, and ASAP kind of fits that mode, you know. Nice. And they they uh they they complement they each other's fly. I think. I dig it. I dig it. Nice. Yeah, I haven't. I I don't really have time. I guess maybe you have time for what you have time for. You make time for what you want to have time for. I guess. Um. ASAP is D. Ferg's son, and I never knew. Oh. Mhm. Javon, who you have for the Super Bowl tomorrow? Los Angeles Rams or Cincinnati Bengals? Um. I don't I haven't really followed either, to be honest. I'm here for the halftime though. I hear the halftime yeah, bananas. It's supposed to be bananas. Actually, you know what's interesting? Tiffany Cross, this beautiful journalist who works on MSNBC this morning on the cross connection and y'all should check her out because and I'm saying this because she gets in trouble all the time because she doesn't have much of a filter. <laughs> Okay, so um, she's very interesting, and she just says it. She says the quiet part out loud. But anyway, one of the things she was saying, she was saying, you know, the NFL is caught up in all of these different um, controversies. She said, to be honest, number one, I don't watch football. But number two, I really want to see the halftime show because it's supposed to be off the hook. (laughs) So she was talking to this brother. I can't remember who, which other person she was talking to um but he he was um he was like look you know we are always fighting the good fight we fight about everything and we're always everything we're always going to be the ones to call out the bad behavior because most of the bad behavior is aimed at us and um, you know, he was, you know, going on and on about different things, um, whether it be, you know, the prejudice, the current lawsuit against the NFL for um, profiling and not hiring enough black coaches, which is real, um, or or 
you know, people being concerned about the sex trafficking that goes on. But, but again, you have one teenage girl who has been sex trafficked. That one girl has had to have sex with 30 different men. Think about it. 30. In the NFL? No. So, so the NFL has had history with there being a large number of sex trafficking occurrences during the Super Bowl. Like, like, like workers, sex workers and, and, Girls who are trafficked are brought to the Super Bowl that weekend. Like this weekend, there's a lot of that going on. And why? Why is that so significant? So, so this is this is what I should have said that before I I should have prefaced with with that. So, so the reason why I I'm assuming this is why the Super Bowl. If if I'm a sex trafficker, I know there are going to be so many men at in LA for for the Super Bowl each girl that i have can do 30 men a day oh lord so yeah so look they get they so it's just it's so so in other words it's just uh, because it's, it's Super not Bowl, that the large congregation right. of of men at customers right. basically so so it's not it's not that the NFL is promoting sex trafficking that's not what I'm saying, but at these at and not only the NF, at NFL games. I mean, like we know this happens all over wherever there's large congregations of men. Okay, so so this is this is this is the and thing. women who want to assist the men and women who want to assist the men. So this is this is the thing. If one girl or boy has to service 30 men a day. And they do it for one week. That's 210 different men, right? In one week. I mean, just think about it. Just think about it. The number of men who participate in this by being Johns, being Tricks, being pimps or whatever. I mean, if it's, and at last count, the last time I looked, which was a couple of years ago, and it's probably increased since then, but there were an estimated 300 million girls sex trafficked in the United States. And if each of them are doing 30 men a day, that's most of the men in the United States who's partaking. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, that's more, I, uh, I, oh, that's more headspace. Yeah, I, but I know it's about. a lot. It's a lot. But if you perceive yourself to be a business person and that's the business in which you are, not only do you go to football games, you go to basketball games, you go to to baseball games, you go wherever there's going to be a large congregation of men. It's, right. it's just that it got blown up at the NFL level, but it's it's everywhere. So that, the racism, 
it's it's everywhere. So do you not partake in anything because everything has this tainted? And what part do you partake in? How much do you partake in it? Do you promote it? Do you support it? What part do you support? There's also young black men, boys with um, athletic ability who become millionaires, who are able to provide for their families, who are able to provide and, and make contributions to their community in a positive way because of the NFL. So, so, you know, there's a lot to be said. And, and what do you, what do you do with the information that you get? Where, where do you, you know, so, do you do you not speak up on the sex trafficking, or is it because of the sex trafficking you don't support these young men? And and do do you do you what do you do? You know, so everybody has their own individual thing that they ways that they feel about it. And yes, the views, information, or opinions expressed during brunch in the basement series. Thank you, Pop. Are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of WJBR Internet Radio. That's just me and talking they're alleged. about it. And they're alleged. Okay, so, um, yeah, it's crazy in Vegas, too, according to Pop. Misty says both Snoop and Dre are known sex offenders. I, I can't. I don't know about that. That's what Mr. J is alleging. I, you know, I don't know. I don't have any information about that. And yeah, and unless they've been convicted of something, I'm not going to say that anybody is anything on this show on this platform. Um, like I feel pretty confident to talk to say that um, R. Kelly has been convicted. Bill Cosby was convicted. And and so, you know, there's a lot of people who allegedly um, are involved with sex trade and, and, you know, things of that, that nature. And different people have different um, opinions about it. But my opinion, and this is Javon's opinion, anything that... Um, coerces, takes advantage of, holds hostage, threatens, harms children, I just can't. I, I, it's disgusting. I, I can't. That's, that's my line. Women and men Human trafficking, mm-mm. That, that's, mm-mm. When we even have people forced into labor unfairly because they're, they're looking for a better life and trying to save themselves and their families. You know what? Let me just say this also, that this earth, is so big and has enough resources for each and every one of us 
the whole thing is just crazy. The whole power structure is just crazy. Power, the word power is crazy. The only thing that we should have power of is getting up, washing our ass, and taking care of our business. Um, you have the power to do the right thing, the next right thing, whatever that is. Ah, okay, let me calm down. Um, I, I, you know, yeah, that, that, that was a lot for me. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, sweetheart. Um, Ulysses says the U.S. Department, Justice Department, has also named Las Vegas among the 17 most likely destinations for human trafficking. And that I makes sense. That. Yeah, it makes sense. Missy you know, says, by yes. the way, it's intentional trafficking. They fly them in and out of the country. Absolutely. They fly them in and out of the country, fly them across state lines, take them, or the, you know, this is a very American thing. I want to be clear um, about that. Well, actually, it's beyond American, yeah, but, and but, that's unfortunate. But people um, don't think that American children and women are trafficked. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I want to shift gears just for a second and um, make a note to say that yesterday, um, made 10 years that one of the greatest voices in the world um, returned home. And um, and by that, of course, I'm talking about the voice, Whitney Houston. And, um, you know, my wife made this um, beautiful, really, really beautiful T-shirt that she, like, when she gets into her creative spirit, it has feathers and everything on it. It's really, like, an amazing um, pop had given us T-shirts, and what she did with it, you know, it, it's incredible, um, one of a kind, obviously. And she wore that, you know, just to, you know, in symbolism. I don't, I don't like to celebrate death dates. In my brain, I'm, you know, it's, it's their transition date, their homecoming. But you know, it's just. Ten that it's like wow, like I cannot believe that she has um, returned to the father ten years ago. Time has flown, you know. Yeah. And I just want to give a shout out to her mom and Pat and Gary and and little Gary and you know just all of her family basically everybody. You pop, you know, because um, I mean it doesn't you know it was a lot of a lot of stuff yesterday and, and, and people celebrating and posts and stuff and just want you to know that I'm wrapping you in the biggest hugs that we all miss so dearly but you guys um, I'm, I can't even imagine absolutely 10 years man unbelievable unbelievable time time stands still for nobody yeah yeah. I'm going to another thirty seconds. Skip off, go inside, use the restroom. <laughs> That's what's really going on. Uh-huh. Actually I'm gonna go I'm gonna do this first. I'm gonna go closer to the door before I so I'm driving now slowly. Because, like I said, I'm way at the other end of the parking lot. 
what I don't want to do is have to make a mad dash because I have to stop at a security booth first. Oh, gee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Go while the getting is good. Yeah. Thing to do while you're doing a two-step. Oh, there she is. There's the beauty. We miss you, baby. Yeah. We miss you. And um, I think, again, this this week, again, like we did last week, we'll just end the show a little earlier. Why you rock out for 15 minutes? Play some music for the people. Okay. <laughs> and I'll see you guys next week. I could rock out for a few minutes. All right. Love you, Reggie. All Rezzy. right. Love you, too. Easy. Have a good Saturday. All right. Papa, love you. See you guys Wednesday. See ya. You know, I would rock out and just play some Whitney Houston, but every time I play Whitney, I get in trouble. I think, Pop, you're going to have to make sure that, um, you know, you guys let YouTube know that this show has permission to play Whitney stuff. Um, but even though they're going to cut us off, I'm a player anyway, because you know what? It's just, I don't know. I don't care what they do. I, I, I want to play some Whitney Houston. And that's, that's that. you and yours. Take care of yourselves and take care of one another. Before I go,
every step of the
This is Kenny Bobian, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Hi, this is Robin S., and you're listening to Javon and Therese in the Basement. Show them it up! Can't do it, y'all. Hey, this is Avery Sunshine, and I am in the basement with Javon and Therese. Shine. <laughs> What's up? It's your girl, Monifa, and you're tuned in to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Hey, it's your girl, Allison Williams, and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. Hey, this is Lenny Williams, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese playing my kind of music. No longer alone with my homegirl Therese on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement, see that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artist or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with your bonnet Therese. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with your bonnet to rest. Yeah. yeah. Come on, everybody's a friend in my head. I already know everybody. <laughs> One day I'll tell you about me and Shaka Khan, but you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But she doesn't know anything about it. But anyway. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She just she wasn't even there, actually. But anyway, but she did um, mention. None other than Shaka Khan as one of her. Why you gotta say? Wait a minute. Why you gotta say Shaka? She did mention none other than Shaka Khan. I'm like, where does your voice go? What happened? What's happening? Even the mere mention of her name. <laughs> Silence. Oh gosh. Would you believe I'm blushing? Just yes, hard. <laughs> You're speechless blushing. That's the thing. Speechless blushing. Rezzy, I can't help it. It's a shaka. This is shaka rehab, you know. If there's a cure for this, I don't want it. I don't want it. Uh, princess, though, Jay. I'm gonna send y'all some perfume. I'll, I'll definitely I'll get an address. I'll send y'all out tomorrow. You can send me some cologne because I mean, oh, you know. Yeah. Just in case I should be shocked. I want to smell really, you know, oh, nice. Oh god. <laughs> okay, dokey, man. Whatever you say. I want to wish everybody um, a happy Shaka Kanaka. Happy Shaka Kanaka. 
All right, thank you. Let's let's carry on. I'm sorry. Javon, yeah, there's a pill you're going to be able to take. I promise not to tell them which way you went, but they're coming for you. Time, so and we thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, thank well, thank you. you. This part, that little piece, I'm just gonna keep and play it all the time for myself. <laughs> but no. <laughs> And I think it's it's time, Therese, to do a little rapid fire with um, Mr. Richard Jr. I think so. I think so. So, (laughs) (laughs) don't worry, we won't hurt you. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.